Hello and welcome to another Healthy Bite. My name is Dr. Ron Early. Now this week I had the pleasure of speaking to Admiral Chris Barry. Well, this week's episode, I actually did speak to Chris just before Christmas and uh, I was looking forward to this being released, but uh, it was such a great discussion. I mean, Chris was the Chief of the Defence Force from 1998 to the year 2002, which was just the year before uh, the Australian forces joined the, uh, what is it, the forces of the willing or something, and went into uh, Afghanistan and Iraq. And um, we had some interesting discussions about that. But actually, the reason I uh, got to speak to Chris Barry was rather unlikely or rather surprising for me. Last year, I attended the Psychedelic Summit, which is all about the use of psychedelic therapy. Uh, This was sponsored by Mind Medicine Australia. And psychedelics are showing some great promise in terms of treating Uh, chronic depression, post-traumatic stress, and a range of other intractable and frustrating mental health conditions. And what is so interesting about this is that it actually results in a resolution of these problems. Now, I've mentioned many times before that our current healthcare system is a wonderful economic model generating billions of dollars and in fact trillions of dollars worth of revenue and billions of dollars worth of profits uh, mainly for the pharmaceutical industry and we have done uh, programs with uh, Martin Whiteley uh, on overprescribing madness in Australia uh, and Dr Martin Whiteley wrote that great book and also with Professor Julia Rutledge talking about a nutritional approach to some of these problems. But uh, the Psychedelic Summit really was an opportunity to listen to some world leaders in this area. And what is so interesting is that this kind of therapy um, is actually resulting in some really breakthrough experiences for people on an individual level who are suffering from some really uh, challenging problems And one of the most challenging is post-traumatic stress disorders. And one of the things that uh, Chris shares with me, which was rather surprising, uh, was that every Australian is affected to some degree by this condition because so many people suffer from it. And it's not just uh, returned servicemen that are the issue. It is people who have traumatic experiences in their life. It may be... Uh, child abuse, it may be sexual abuse, it may be domestic violence, it may be um, racial or sexual vilification, it may be a whole range of things. And when it comes to trauma, and we did a great program last year with Sarah Woodhouse on trauma, and realised that uh, trauma is a very personal experience. And when we are feeling vulnerable, um, then traumatic experiences become more the norm if you like, and have a much deeper and lasting effect. So when one starts to think about post-traumatic stress in that context, you realise how widespread, how ubiquitous this problem is and what a huge cost it is on our society. So to have a therapy uh, available, uh, which it uh, sadly isn't, and here's another uh, thing from the TGA that while the TGA seems to have no problem approving uh, antidepressant drug medications, 
which are really um, a way of long-term management, not cure. Um, the potential for a cure was just a step too far for the TGA to take, and they rejected Mind Medicine Australia's application to have psychedelic therapies, which include psilocybin mushrooms, LSD, and MDMA uh, as therapeutic uses. And, and when I talk about these, we're not talking about this as a recreational use. We're talking about it in a very controlled environment um, done under the supervision of a psychotherapist or a psychologist, usually with a, a, several, a session or some sessions prior to the actual experience, the experience itself, and then several sessions afterwards to process what was experienced. And it's interesting to note that I think something like 80 or 90% of people who have experienced this uh, refer to it as one of the five most meaningful experiences in their lives. Now, there are not many medications where people would give that kind of a response. But for people, for eight, not almost 90% of people describe it as one of the five most meaningful experiences in their life. But for the TGA, that, is, um, that was too much. And interestingly, the Black Dog Institute uh, applauded the TGA's, uh, the TGA's response to that. And I guess when, we, when you go back and listen to Martin Whiteley's Overprescribing Madness and you read that book, which has over 60 pages of hyperlinked references talking about the Black Dog Institute as a business model in the similar way, you know, the business model of the Black Dog Institute is depression in the same way as the, the, black, the business model of diabetes is the diabetes, is diabe of the Diabetes Council is diabetes, Heart Foundation, etc., etc. These are all great business models. They're great economic models. But if evidence is anything to go by, and by evidence I mean how have these organisations, how have they reduced the impact of this disease. What is the success of these organisations in treating these chronic uh, uh, diseases that are preventable, that are preventable? And I think the evidence, as we live in a world of evidence-based medicine, uh, speaks for itself, really. I think all of these problems have only grown since these organisations have focused their attention on the problem. So when I read that the Black Dog Institute actually applauded the TGA's refusal. It didn't actually surprise me, but that's a whole other story. But Chris Barry was such a pleasure, such a joy to speak to. What an inspiring person he is, not only for the service that he has given the country over the years, and what an opportunity for me to speak to the Chief of the Defence Force the year before Australia embarked on its... Um, forays into Iraq and Afghanistan, 20 years of military action. In Australia's case, something like 50 Australian servicemen lost their lives in those campaigns, and it was rather sobering to learn that something like five or 600 servicemen have taken their own lives, suffering from post-traumatic stress following on from that conflict. And Chris had some really interesting things to say about leadership, about getting involved in conflict, sharing with us his own experience leading the international forces in East Timor um, when that country was, look, was going through independence. And uh, it was just such a wonderful conversation. And, and not only 
Um, well, he retired in 2002 and he is now focused on a not-for-profit organisation called Fearless Outreach, which deals with post-traumatic stress disorder, not just for returned servicemen, but for all those people who suffer from post-traumatic stress disorder. So I'd really recommend you have a listen to the interview this week. It was a great interview. I was really honoured to have him on as a guest and I hope you enjoyed it as well. I hope this finds you well. Until next time, this is Dr. Ron Ehrlich. Be well. This podcast provides general information and discussion about medicine, health and related subjects. The content is not intended and should not be construed as medical advice or as a substitute for care by a qualified medical practitioner. If you or any other person has a medical concern, he or she should consult with an appropriately qualified medical practitioner. Guests who speak in this podcast express their own opinions, experiences and conclusions.